Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. you talking shit for huh oh starting off with a curse word what's up you guys it is so bad it's good with ryan bailey i am ryan bailey it's thursday it is thursday we are so close to that weekend and it's crazy as more and more things are opening up we if we don't if we play our cards right we actually could start having real weekends you know the kind of weekends where you go out and you party so hard that you ruin your sunday completely Oh, that's what I'm <laughs> really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to wasting as many days as possible. You guys, my new microphone came in. I, I told you uh, uh, earlier, I think on Sunday, everything goes so fast now. I broke another mic. Now I've broken, I've broken like two or three mics since I've started this podcast. I'm going to keep them just in case there's like a pod. <laughs> in case there's a podcasting Hall of Fame, I think. I'm gonna... <laughs> Should I just sign them? <laughs> put them up on my desks next to my Jack's wedding invitation. You guys, Jack's and Brittany, Jack, I almost said Jax is ready to pop um, because Jax has treated it like it's his baby this whole way through. But Brittany is definitely about to pop. It's going to be any day now. And I just want to warn everybody, we got to stay strong. We'll get through this. Just there, He's going to need the first couple days to really shout it to the world. Um, so just brace yourself. Okay. Just brace yourself. It's going to be okay. We will make it through it together. Um, how are you guys today? Uh, did you like the Fifty Shades of Grey recap with Annabelle? Oh my God! You guys got to go to my Instagram and see the the uh, the picture, the artwork that Maritza Lopez did, my digital content creator for the the podcast stuff. It is so good. It is so funny. Um, she gave me a really long, elongated neck. But I like what she did with my upper body. It was very exciting for me to see, um, see what I would look like um, with a with a with a collar on. Um, but I hope you guys like that. It was something different. Thank you so much for allowing me to kind of branch out from Bravo and all that stuff here and there. Um, but speaking of Bravo, we have one of the best people to talk about Bravo today. Her name is Raven Chapman. You might know her from the podcast Bitch is Better, um, but you also might know her from uh, her her Twitter and her Instagram accounts. She is at Mainly Bravo, and she's been on a couple times, and I've been on hers, and I just think 
dollars to donuts, she's she's one of the top people. I remember uh, when I first, uh, you know, started this podcast, you know, I, I would always play around on Twitter. And she was one of those people that I remember when I got off, when she followed me back, I was like, today's a good day. Remember today. Like, it was really exciting because I just think she is so smart, so funny. Um, and it's another one of those people that I, I can't believe I get to talk with these people. It is so cool. And this week, we've had so many great people. We had Annabelle. We had Sarah Galley. Uh, of course, Sophie Ross on Monday. Um, so, so hashtag blessed over here, you guys. <laughs> um, if you want a full Summer House recap, I did a solo recap. My buddy Emily Clayton couldn't do it with me this week because uh, of work obligations. But um, there is a very special episode on the Patreon for all the Patreon users. I got it out uh, tonight. And it also explains kind of everything that I've been going through with my housing situation. So I put that all on the Patreon. Um, so I didn't blab it here. But uh, if you want to know, it's all over there. And... Let's see what else. Oh, yeah, tomorrow, you guys. I'm doing a Clubhouse tomorrow. Clubhouse is that app. Um, and I did one with my friend Shira on Monday or Tuesday, and it went really good. There was a lot of people there, and it was so fun, and she was great, and I couldn't believe people asked questions, and it was so neat. So I got invited to do it by this company, The Dip, and I'm going to be doing it with uh, Bravo While Black, who I love, and um, this girl, Kate Ward, I believe is her name. And I'm not I'm not super familiar with Kate, but she seems awesome. And we're going to be talking all about Summer House tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's like a that's pregame for tomorrow night's Summer House because you guys, tomorrow night's Summer House – I think it's going to knock us on our coal mining asses. You know, I think it's a big one. I'm so excited for tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow night is just hands down a great night for television now. You got Summer House. You got the real world homecoming that I love on Paramount Plus. And I wish people would wake up to that show. We've got the Kardashians. And by the way, I got so many compliments on the Kardashians recap I did last Friday that I'm going to do it again this Friday. Give you a bonus episode just to really torture you. And uh, but I really I, I really missed talking about them. They I, no matter what you think of them, they are really funny to um, to talk about. They're, it's really fun to talk about. Also, I got some emails that I'm going to do you guys mind if I do like an all email show at some point because I got a really I got a couple interesting emails today um, and uh, you know they were there were suggestions or critiques and and I, I always uh, welcome open dialogue so I thought it would it might be fun and interesting if I did one of those upcoming uh, soon so if you guys are down for that I think I, I would do that and if you guys have any questions or anything uh, send them to me at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com rate the podcast five stars all of that jazz um, Oh my God, you're going to hear in this interview with me and Raven where I talk about Chrissy Teigen. And I was, and, and these are my exact words, I, I believe. You'll, you'll hear as I was like, I don't know why Chrissy Teigen's on Twitter. I don't know why she does this to herself. She's already rich and famous. Why, why mess around with the Denzians of Twitter like myself and others? Like, why do that to herself? And guess what, you guys? Chrissy Teigen deactivated her account tonight. So obviously, she got. She got uh, early access to this podcast I have not put together yet. But how exciting! I mean, that's not exciting, but that isn't that crazy. She may, and let me read you a little bit of that. So uh, this is from Chrissy Teigen deletes her Twitter account, um, people.com. Uh, this is a breaking news story, but let me read you. She like did like 12 tweets in a row to say goodbye. Um, and I would love, I wonder what you guys think of this. Um, okay, where is it here? 
Okay, she says, Hey, for over 10 years, you guys have been my world. I honestly owe you so much to this world we have created here. I truly consider so many of you my actual friends, but it's time for me to say goodbye. This no longer serves me as as positively as it serves me negatively, and I think that's the right time to call something. My life goal is to make people happy. The pain I feel when I don't is too much for me. I've always been portrayed as the strong clapback girl, but I'm just not. My desire to be liked and fear of pissing people off has made me somebody you didn't sign up for, and a different human that I started out here as. Live well, tweeters. Please know all I ever cared about was you. Okay, that that's a little weird. Uh, she continues, I encourage you to know and never forget that your words matter, no matter what you see, what the person portrays, or your intention. For years, I have taken so many small two-follower count punches that at this point, I am honestly deeply bruised. I have made my mistakes throughout the years and in front of hundreds of thousands and been held accountable for them. I've learned an incredible amount here. God, I've said fucked up shit and killed myself over it as much as you killed me. But one thing I haven't learned is how to block out the negativity. I'm just a sensitive shit, okay? I don't want to be this way. I just am. But I love you guys and I cherish our time together. I truly do. I also hate you. Love. <laughs> you know what? I gotta say, I, I hats off to Chrissy Teigen. Like, she, you know... Chrissy Teigen was getting in this spot where she was becoming so rich and all that that it was really hard to relate to her, yet she wanted to be the relatable person. And she wanted to be able to make fun of people, but she wasn't able to kind of take when people made fun of her. And I totally get that. That is so relatable. Like, I want everybody to like me, but when people don't, it hurts so badly. And and I know that's crazy. Like, I love the people that have super thick skin and and people, like, kowtow to them. You know, they're everywhere. But this shit hurts, man. Like, and you can't, but at the same time, what makes you special is not trying to um, please everybody. And it's, it's a real weird thing to learn. And I can't imagine being as popular as Chrissy Teigen, what she has gone through. Now, I don't super feel bad for her, but I think she made a really cool, wise adult decision. And if something is affecting you negatively, um, whether it be Stravi for Lindsay from Summer House, whether, whether it be Luke for Hannah on Summer House, whether it be anything, if it doesn't serve you, then I, I mean, I don't mean cut it loose in a bad way, but move, you know, consider moving on, consider your happiness, um, consider what's going to make, take you to that next level. And I say that in the kindest way possible. So I just thought that was interesting because we literally just talked about it this morning. And then this afternoon she deactivated. Oh, also I mentioned this yesterday. Um, uh, shrimp, the shrimp cinnamon toast guy. I mentioned this yesterday that they, this guy, Jensen Carp, who is an LA comedian and, uh, He's married to Daniel Fischel, the girl from Boy Meets World. Well, he found supposed shrimp tails in his in a cinnamon toast crunch. And you're like, how did they make cinnamon toast crunch better? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> no. Um, so he uh, he he put this out, getting a bunch of attention. He went viral for it. But then this is how crazy our society is. This is so why it's so weird. Um, is that he, you know, he had this tragedy happen, you know, fishtails in your cinnamon toast crunch, you know, that's a bad day right there. And you would think, okay, well, he's doing something, he's getting a lot of attention out of this, potentially probably getting uh, jobs out of this, the whole thing, you know, he's making it work. But then today, this is why the world is so the, the vacuum we're in. 
you go from hero to zero, back to hero, back to zero in the span of 24 hours. So all of these ladies that dated him and worked with him all of a sudden started speaking up. So there's this girl, Melissa Stetton, who I know is in the LA comedy scene. She said, what, quote, what you may not know about the man behind the viral posts, uh, in quote, what, what, like he's a manipulative, gaslighting, narcissistic ex-boyfriend who once told me he was surprised I hadn't killed myself because my life was so worthless. Whoa. So all of a sudden the cinnamon toast crunch guy is, it's not funny anymore. And then this other lady, Rory Uphold, who's also in the comedy community, um, says, this is the most abusive person I have ever been with. And I am crying as I type this. Okay, so that's another bad one. Uh, another comedian, Eliza Skinner, wrote, On the one hand, he's a huge liar. But on the other hand, getting attention for work some other rat did is very on brand for him. So that's a funny comedian thing because there's rat droppings in his cereal. Um, this uh, One of my favorite artists, you guys. Oh, my God. I should do some photographs of his work that I have in my room. He's like an artist I actually collect, and I know that's saying a lot. He does pop culture art. His name's Brandon Bird, and he is my sense of humor. Like I <sighs> – I see his work and it just it, – it, it means so much to me. I'm not even joking. He wrote, just FYI, the shrimp tails guy is both a marketing professional and someone who lied to my face without flinching. Um, and then this other comedian writer, Stephanie Mickus – I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. He said – she said, haha, my quickly deleted subtweet yesterday said, quote, oh, no, I can't follow the latest viral saga because I was blocked in 2014 by Jensen Carp because I was not gracious enough after a surprise threesome, but not before I was told to, quote, be careful or I would never work in this town again. So four women, one man, uh, and I, I, there's a lot of others. So all of a sudden, this guy's riding a fishtail cinnamon toast crunch high of going viral, if that is a high. Um, and then, of course, the reality of the world and the reality of his actions in the past has taken him down back to zero. Um, but life comes at you pretty fast, huh? Twitter is wild, and uh, we have Chrissy Teigen deactivating. We had this happen to Jensen, and you could also—I mean, this makes that argument about cancel culture and all that, of course. But he did. It sounds like he made a lot of people feel awful. Um, I don't know. I was thinking a lot about this too because I know I made people feel awful. I know people made me feel awful. Uh, you know, you try to—I mean, consent. Uh, it sounds like is a key issue here with him and and saying really abusive things to the females and potentially people he works with. So I don't know. These things are very interesting to pay attention to because I do think um, I do think if you if you read them the right way, you can actually use it to kind of um, remind yourself uh, to have morals and remind yourself to um, to try to be a better person or to remind yourself or it kind of gives you a little um, you know, a little uh, impetus to, you know, like, okay, I, I better remind myself to not be a shithead today because I don't, I don't, I don't want to be talked about like that, you know? <laughs> um, okay. Okay. You guys, let's get to the guest Raven. Uh, we do a full breakdown of the new Real Housewives of New York season 13 trailer. We go frame by frame, you guys. That's later on in the episode. Uh, we also go over what you're going to see a summer house clip. I'm going to put the full two minute clip in this episode of the fight you will see between Luke and the whole 
house tonight. I'm going to put the audio in this. If you do not want to hear the audio of the scene that you're going to see if you watch Summer House tonight, skip past it. But we're going to talk about this two and a half minute clip that has been posted online. I will put the audio, like I said, for you guys to listen if you want. It's amazing audio, but it's not as amazing as the visuals. Let me just point out that Carl is dressed like an Amish farmer, and I do not know why. Kyle is beet strawberry red, and it's just it's just amazingness. But that is not all. We also talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. We talk about Real Housewives of Dallas. We talk about ugh, Bridgerton. Old old Raymond's all horny for this Reggie Reggie John Reggae Reggae Beatbox John, whatever his name is. Raven has been hot for this guy forever. Um, but we talk about everything. We really, really talk about everything. It is such a fun conversation. Uh, I really strongly suggest you guys go check out her podcast and, and support her in any way. So that is it. I will talk to you guys on Friday. Uh, to the people that have reached out, thank you. I'm trying to get back to everybody. Um, and that's it. Just enjoy this interview and enjoy your Thursday. And just know, no matter how bad today is, if it's bad at all, we, it's Friday already, so you got it. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Rich boy said it quick. Book niggas want a jig. Sit tight, no slick. Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. Rich boy said quick. Book niggas want a jig. Sit tight, no slick. Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. Rich boy said it quick. Book niggas want a jig. Sit tight, no slick. Just bought a Cadillac. Took it to the top top. Got the damn top drop. Two color flip flop and the red lollipop. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Thursday. We are so close to the end of the week. We did it. We did it together. We did it strong. I mean, some of us did it weak, but the majority of us did it strong. But today, we are all going to be strong together because we have an amazing conversation ahead of us right now. And, and as this podcast keeps going, what's nice is that this is like two birds with one stone. So this is somebody that I really like as a as a person and, and a friend. So I get to catch up with this person and talk with them about all the stuff that we love. And I get to steer that conversation. So already this is just the, the power dynamic, which I'm learning a lot more about power dynamics in 2021, is already skewed. I'm so sorry, you guys. But today's guest is not only a Bravo expert, she's a great person with an amazing podcast. The podcast is called Bitch is Better, um, like I do with everybody that is on the show you are she's already been here so you better have subscribed already if you haven't if you're new to this go subscribe right there if you really want some like really kind of genius musings and theories and actual like real i'm talking about real brain things i don't even know what to say it's like real brain thoughts that is the podcast to go to uh she also has a patreon patreon.com forward slash Bitch is better. You know her as at mainly Bravo on Instagram and Twitter, but we call her Raven Chapman. Raven, welcome back to the show. Ryan, thank you so much for having me. Also, oh. I'm changing the name of my podcast oh. to Real Brain Thoughts. I love that. Oh my, oh my god. I was like, you just changed like I have to do that all over again. No. Real brain thoughts. By the way, that's I, I love that. You know, it's like, it's great having a podcast because I'll just spend hours trying to think of one. I'll like, I'll just like the one thought. I'll be like, what do you call the things where you I the, know the brain is working, but the body is not like, yes. it's, it's insane. Um, mm -hmm. And then I do like, when do you like, so your, your podcast comes out on Fridays, sometimes Saturdays. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not your business. Everybody, she puts it out when she puts it out, <laughs> but, but that's why when you subscribe, it shows right up in your feed, which is cool. Yep. But do you have, I find when I'm doing this now, I'm putting it together at the end of the night because I'm waiting to see if any news broke. And yes. I find myself, 
I find myself like spiritually exhausted at the end of the night. Do you ever feel that when podcasting where you're like, and I know it's silly because you're like, it's a podcast, no. but do you but feel like that? Oh, yes. I always feel like that. And let me tell you, as far as like waiting until the end of the day, because you're like waiting for all the news, you don't want to miss anything. Yes. God, I feel like even though I like try my best to do that, something always happens. Oh. It's like I put a new episode up and then something ha- and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The worst, are, the, worst, the worst are Friday nights now. The worst are Friday nights because all uh-huh. these doofuses put out their news on Friday night. So mm-hmm. I remember when Jack's got, well, Jack, <laughs> Jack said he left the show, but it was a Friday yeah. night. And I was yes. like, I remember being on the toilet and all of a sudden my phone's like, just like, just like, I've never gotten that many, ma- like I'll never have a kid and get that many messages. Like, Oh my God, Jack's Jack's. And yeah. all of a sudden I was like, great. Now I'm at work again. Now I have to think up some shitty memes to like make fun of Jack's. And mm-hmm. it really. Like the Roni trailer, I talked to Sarah Galley the other day and we had talked and then right after we talked, the Roni trailer came out for yep. season 13. And I was like, well, no, Every I'm time. not. I'm taking a hard stand. I'm not talking about this. I'm going to wait for Raven to come on. And that's a professional. <laughs> that's like that's like if I was at a driving school, I'm doing like I'm driving and you're watching with a watchful eye to make sure uh-huh. I talk about it correctly. Yes. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> um, wait, so how are you? You're in Charleston, right? Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Like the last time I talked to you, we were still on the, you know, still going through quarantine and, and, and I mean, a lot of the things that we're going through now, but everything is kind of opening up where you are, right? Oh yeah. They don't really close it really. <laughs> they, never, they never close it. Wait, how close are you to Patricia and, and all of that, that whole area? Like, I don't so know Charleston. I've never lives been. downtown and I, I'm not going to say where I live, Um, but I live. <laughs> what's, what's your apartment number? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> right, like people care. No, I'm still not gonna say it. But um, I'm about 15, 20 minutes away from Miss Patricia's house. I I see a lot of girls on I'm guys too, but like on Instagram stories where they'll go to Charleston and it's always now like a stop, you mm-hmm. know, like this is <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you probably hang out there, you'll see Whitney like borrowing toilet paper or something from like his mom's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and how many like just so have you been to Republic Leva's place before oh, yeah. quarantine? It, t- it, so that's a big place, right? That's a, a big bar. Yeah. And I mean, it's, um, it's cool or whatever. I feel like you, if you like really want to dress up, you'll like go there. It's one of the like fancier ones. I don't know. I put that in quotes. Like, it, like it's nice, <laughs> you guys can't but, like, see, but she put that in quotes. It's like really, it's really cramped in there though. Yeah. No shade to Leva. It's just like, it's like very narrow they have a nice like outdoor patio that's where i would like hang out but it's you know you can get your like bottle service and shit in there it's like one of those places yeah <laughs> yeah those aren't the, like as you get older i don't not know like it's, yeah it's not for me like i don't need sparklers <laughs> on my drinks or anything like that and like like mm-hmm. always the um you always see those miami clubs where it just yes. looks like like scarface but in like 20 2021 you know so it's like a robotic <laughs> version of scarface and yes. you're like it just seems like so much activity i'm just here to drink you know mm-hmm. yeah. um but so there southern charm like it was troubling because leva said she she uh she's like i was there the first night catherine met um doofus what's um thomas thomas Ravenel. Right. And she said, she's like, I had my husband keep a watchful eye over her because she was just turned 21. And I'm just like, dude, like that, that, like that makes Republic, like kind of the conjuring, like a haunted place, (laughs) you know? 
And I guess it wasn't watchful enough because look yeah, what happened. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean, we watched it. We just didn't do anything about it. No, he was like, actually, that's none of my business. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not touching that. Yeah. No, no. Because Thomas um, is ew. But. Um, do you, uh, have you been following uh, Craig Conover's journey into law? <laughs> Let me tell you something, Ryan. No, I saw, I think you posted it or maybe yeah. Else put, and I was like, well, Ryan's fucking around. Again. I know every that's a, it's really flipping hard now. Like I can't post anything real because everybody's like, I get why. And I've done it to myself, but it's like a boy who cried wolf. I'm going to post it something is. where I need help one day. And they're like, silly uh, Ryan. Like, yeah. He's back at it again. Yeah. So I saw it and I was like, ha funny joke, Ryan. And then <laughs> someone was like, no, it's real. He like talked about it on a podcast or whatever. And I was like, let me Google this shit. And I was like, oh, he is serious. Wow. Yeah, he posted, he posted in okay, his law Craig. offices. He posted in his law office the other day, which I need to find out what part of Charleston that's in. But do we think he's potentially now doing too much? Because isn't his pillow like I would imagine if the pillow business is anything like Kyle and Amanda's lover boy business, mm-hmm. it Kyle is nonstop working on lover boy, even though he can't even get the, the drink into the cans to people, you know. <laughs> I know. And you kill me with your posts about that too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to check it out, but I'm also like, cause I also saw that he's going to have like an actual store with. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like a brick and mortar. And I, I talked to a couple of people that and, they, he reached out to, or the company reached out to for their products to put in the brick and mortar. Wow. Along with yeah. the pillows. I don't know. I just like, are you really going to call Craig? After you get into a car accident well, or whatever. No, like, what I'm going to try to do, I'm going to try to get injured in the brick and mortar and call Craig to his own Ooh. location and say somebody didn't like wipe the floors good enough. And now I'm going to own Craig Conover Law and the pillow stuff, you know? Your mind yeah, is so amazing. Sick, so sick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that plan. When you come to Charleston, we're, we're going to figure this out. Yeah. By the way, so you're, you. you're still down to eventually come when we do Buca de Beppo, right? Like if we, yeah. if you, if we give you enough time. Yes, I have to. Do you, there's no way I would be able to see that going down yeah. and I wasn't there. I would yeah. not be able it's like, to live with it. Cause it's just like BravoCon. Like, no. I yeah. This is like a Bravo. This is like a BravoCon pop-up. Um, like they yes. do pop-up restaurants. And I, I like, cause it's like, if people want to see a grown man other than Kyle cook, cry two times a show, come to Bu- come to watch me in Buca de Beppo where it'll just be yeah, nonstop, just, be <laughs> just tears and like chariot music playing in the background and like oh angels God. singing. Um, it's going to be so good. Where are you on the, Oh, actually real Lisa Vanderpump was on watch what happens live last night, you guys. And she was the only guest, which is so weird because Teresa Giudici is on tonight's watch what happens live, but she has uh, another guest. They have two. And I'm like, why did Andy give Lisa her own half hour? But she said they somebody asked a question of like, what do you think of Dorit's room at Buca de Beppo? What do you think about her becoming a restaurant tour? And Lisa's like, oh, it's not a restaurant tour if you're just decorating a tiny room in the back. <laughs> like really through Dorit shade. She's like, Girl. I would have. She goes, uh, good. And she's like, well, didn't her bikini line not do good either? Like she really threw shade. Wow. She's got some fucking nerve. Isn't her shit closing one of them? It's always it's always shrouded in some kind of mystery. And there's always like I know Tom Tom is going to be open, even though that rumor was going around. But at the same time, you do have to think like 
it seems like Lisa plays her cards pretty close to the vest and all of a sudden people just stop getting paid. Right. And you just never so, know why, you know? Girl, shut up. Why did you <laughs> have her on there? I'm so confused. I'm not even like a hater of hers or whatever because the doc, like whatever went down. But like, that's just irritating to me. Oh, because she has her new show. Yeah, and the E Love is a, a, a pair. It's a, the same umbrella company as Bravo. But Why does she get to be by herself? She's not that's what I was. Well, I was like, does somebody not like, will nobody guest with her you know like but then i was like Possible. no people andy dick would do it in a second um but uh the thing that i worry about with uh oh no i was like it was andy andy is so crazy like it is fun to watch him like try to keep it copacetic with everybody like it's very mm -hmm. like you know andy like you 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 can kind of tell what he thinks but at the same time he plays it also pretty close to the best where he won't fully badmouth any housewife like you, you, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Do you but like he, that or do you not like that? I don't know. <laughs> I kind of, <laughs> I, I go back and forth with that. Yeah. Some of the time I'm like, oh yeah, he should, you know, not be biased, blah blah blah. But then I'm like, you know, sometimes he'll say and do like little things, and it's like, oh, you don't like her, like how he was treating Jen, um, the other day on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. Jersey and I'm like well why don't you just come out and say it then bitch but then I'm like oh no he can't really do that <laughs> well I that mean, would make things weird but what he's doing is weird too so like I don't know well he's part of the mess like yeah. he's part of the housewife mess like it would be like we're so we so factored him in I mean I'm still taking it personal the you know Potomac reunion where I feel like he oh, didn't God. step up but even though you know by the way we talk about that four-hour Justice League Snyder cut I need the five-hour Potomac cut I need the I need the five-hour Snyder Potomac cut where we see everything I want everything on the table did you mm -hmm. see that this is us line where they they said they were team Candace on that show this is us yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. Don't be a Monique to the baby. Like, don't you shut the fuck up. Yes, who, I feel like. Who, you who wrote that? Don't bring this. Don't bring this into NBC. Don't bring this into This Is Us, like primetime television. Uh -uh. That, and because that is something that you know, no matter, guys, no matter what side you're on, you know, Candace is like, he, 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 he. Oh, like, she, she loves, loves it. it. Yeah, she loves it. Right, whatever. Um. Okay, so. Do we want to start with Summer House or do we want to do Roni trailer? Do we want to do Atlanta? Do we want to do, I mean, I have so, so many, many things. Trailers. to. What, is there, is there a one you prefer to start with? Let's start with Summer House. Okay. Summer House. <laughs> she said it. Now, I'm excited. why is, okay. Now, you know, the, the, the Twitter format is what is the best show on Bravo right now? And why is it Summer House? Yes. Do you agree well, or not agree? Um, along with Married to Medicine, it's those two for me right now. You already think Married to Medicine in its three, uh, they, they just aired episode two, right? Or three. I don't know what episode it's episode, But it just started. <laughs> You're saying Married to Medicine this season is better than Summer House this season that early in. I think it's a better show overall. And actually, just this is actually great because why, and I started my Married to Medicine journey just in the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. And why, and I, I I have told people to watch it, but why should we be watching it? What? Why do you think this is a special show? It's eight seasons in, which I think mm -hmm. nobody knows about that at all. No, and, and it's so strange to me. Um, be, and I have said, I think, no, it is. <laughs> better than Real Housewives of Atlanta because it's really giving you like housewives energy but like 
on the next level, even they've got, cause you know, everyone loves how the husbands are involved in Jersey, right? Yeah. Got that on married to medicine. These men, they work together, they're friends. We see them hanging out and like doing shit together separate from the wives. They have their drama. Sometimes <laughs> the women have their drama, they're doctors, they're dentists, they're this, that. Like, like, it's so good. It's so fucking good. I don't know why people don't watch it. There was a, there was a Candace Monique type of fight in the first season. So, so you already set yourself up. So it's, but it's also, if somebody were to start from this season, would mm-hmm. they be able to, would they feel left out? Would they, I mean, it's not going to give you everything if you watch from the beginning, but I mean, right. I remember I started Vanderpump rules in summer house, even like midway into the run. And then I went back mm-hmm. and course corrected. And it was like really a great moment of my life to like do a prequel to these shows that I see, but yeah. can't, you know, are they too deep in for us to get involved with married to medicine? I always think you should start from the beginning just so you can kind of understand like when you see certain fights and things going on, what were the relationships like in the beginning? How did we get here? Why are they so mad? Like, why is it such a big deal? Because it's like all this other stuff already happened and it makes it make more sense. But I suppose you could hop in. Is there a show that you don't do and have not done from the beginning and then had to go back and course correct or said that's too far into it? I'm not touching that. On Bravo? Yeah. No. Um, but, but other no. Shows, yeah. yeah, what like like by the way, Grey's Grey's Anatomy is on its 45th season right now, or something insane Seriously. like that. And it's like I watched the first three seasons of Grey's Anatomy, and when I think that it's still on the air, it gives me a panic attack. Cause it's like we'll I'll see. never I'll never touch it now, you know? I know, and it's so like that's one of those shows for me, or even even this is us. I watched those from the beginning. I watched that from the beginning. I fell off for whatever reason. No, like nothing really happened. I just you know, probably forgot there's a long Bravo. And um, I was like, I don't even know how to like get back into this. And it's like, <laughs> hasn't even been that many seasons of that. Same with Grey's Anatomy. I watched that for a long time. And then now I don't even remember when I stopped watching it. And I don't want to just like hop. I like, <laughs> I yeah. want to get it where I left off, but I don't know where that is. And I like really want to watch it, but I'm like, forget <laughs> it. I can't do it. I, I would- feel overwhelmed at the thought. Like I can't. It is completely overwhelming, and that's why, like, I love the British uh, way they do shows. Is they'll do like six episode seasons, and they'll only mm-hmm. do like two or three seasons, and they're like, "This image, this this is kind of overplayed now." And for like Amer- <laughs> Americans, we'll like, we're gonna run this into the ground. We are gonna squeeze every last dollar out of this until you until you will not recognize the show you fell in love with initially, and then Seriously. you'll rethink your initial love of the show. Like that's the American way. I feel, but this is us is weird because. <laughs> I've never watched This Is Us, but I know, I know like that you're, I know that the big device of This Is Us is that you're supposed to cry hard every episode, I get. But see, to me, that's like, well, you're just trying to trick me into crying hard. That's, and I told my friend this and he got like, like he got mad at me. He was like, you're wrong about This Is Us. You're wrong. And you should really, you should really give it a try. You should really, that's just, you're really writing it off. And you like, he got like, he took it personal. It's like, what do they put in the show? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely like, it's not fun. It's a good show, but like, you're not going to laugh. You're not going to have like a good time. I'm really selling it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys. And also on that, if you're looking for a not good time, please subscribe to my podcast, rate it five stars. You're not going to have a good time. I guarantee you that. (laughs) No, you're, 
<laughs> I just, but I think it's ballsy in 2020 where it's like, anybody's like, yeah, we're trying to really make you cry about something different than 2020. You know, like it's, it takes balls to get me to like, you're like, oh, you're going to bring cancer into the storyline. Okay. Like that's on mm-hmm. top of 2020. That's great. Perfect. Um, Love that. Mm-hmm. I forgot to bring this up in the intro, speaking of shows, because this is now what I associate really as the Raven brand is that you are so horny for Bridgerton that it, it is. And and the bad, the, the so bad it's good listeners know that I refuse to ever watch Bridgerton. For, Wait a minute. I refuse. No, I mean, like, it's another Why? show that tri- it's another show. Raven, this is so sad. You're so smart and you don't like this is another show that tricks you because it's all I hear that. It's, like, first off, olden olden day costumes. I'm out like I do not like I want to see jeans. don't like it either. Ryan. Yeah, I don't want to see. And then it's like, oh, you're like gleifying it. I hear they did like a classical version of WAP or something like that. I was like, OK. And then this guy, this Jean, this John Voyage guy. He's hey. like so hot. Everybody's hey. like, oh, this guy's so hot. And it's like hot guys, <laughs> like I I really, and this is why I have things against all hot guys, like Luke, even Carl's getting into his hotness. And I, I really mm-hmm. hold things against all of them. But this guy, he doesn't have to work for it. Like he just has to sit there and say the line. He has to put nothing on it. And, he, and since he's so good looking, people are like, oh, he's great. What a great actor. And it's like, he's doing nothing. He's just standing there. All he has to oh, do yeah, is stand care. there. That's true. It's a yes. I will not argue that. Now, what I will argue though <laughs> is I generally do not like fuck with like period pieces or whatever yeah. they're called. So when I first saw it, I was like, no. And people were like, well, it's like Gossip Girl, except in like 18, whatever it is. And I was like, mm, I'm still not sure. <laughs> yeah. And I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, wait a minute. They might be doing something here. And I started watching it. And wait, I was wait, like, wait. Wow. What part of the trailer was like, mm. they might be, was it like, did he take a shirt off or something? Is that what? No, he wasn't. No, no, no. It wasn't even to that part. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It was the gossip girl of it all. And like the scandal. And I was like, oh, all right. But yeah, as far as like the classical versions of like, the modern songs the first is that like is there one of every episode is there one every episode no well it's just like whenever they have like a ball and that's the music that's playing for them and i was like i know this song so so i'm guessing this is not historically accurate oh no like there's no there's not a place called bridgerton or like i can't go to bridgerton island or whatever this is no 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 and i also loved that it wasn't because it is in like 18 whatever the fuck but they're it was so diverse and like everyone was just like hanging out. The queen was black. The duke was black. We've got Asian people, you know, and it just like, so wasn't we got full, thing. we got full representation. So like, okay. wait, yeah. wait, 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 oh, I got a question for you. Is, are they doing it? The Dallas, uh, real Housewives of New York way and all that. Is this, is there ever um, uh, uh, another ethnicity teaching a white person about what it like? Do we have that in Bridgerton? Is that in Bridgerton? Oh, there's none oh, of that. That must that. be it's so refreshing. So it we don't is. Have to, no, you're telling me Jean Valjeani guy doesn't have to teach you- everybody what it's like to to be. Uh- <laughs> You've got one more time to say his name. Jean Jean Val Jean Valjean. Mm-hmm. What is it? 
Is it Jean Jean George? Reggae Jean Page. Reggae. Oh, why not R and B? Look at your thing. Okay. Reggae. (laughs) Reggae. Are you kidding me? Reggae. Reggae. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alternative pop. yeah, he's a good looking guy. I admit that. But like, yeah. that's why he needs to work harder. Like he needs to. And, you know, well, but I I will give reggae this is that he and I've never seen Bridgerton still has more personality than Matt James of The Bachelor. Oh, my God. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, I want to talk about that. I I, I mean, <sighs> I know you are a Bachelor lover or I don't know. You just watched The Bachelor. I started watching it. Uh, with uh, Claire and Dale. Oh, I never what a season to start! What a season! That's the only reason because everyone was talking about. It. I was like, "Ooh, this." You guys remember? Good. Remember when Claire um took that one man hostage, Dale? Uh, awesome. that's what she's talking about. Yeah, t- mm-hmm. took him hostage and and recently caught him again, and he's being kept against his will. Uh, someone help him! But like. I was like, okay, that was cool. And then this season was crazy. But like he, and again, I I don't know how the bachelors usually are. But at first I was like, oh my God, he's so hot. This is great. And then I was like, oh, you're losing me, Matt. Anything else going on there? And then when his brother showed up, I was like, get him on there instead. His brother even had more personality. His parents. And the thing is, like, there are so many things like, you, I hate it when a show happens and it's so boring that you start looking at the little things to like make you laugh or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I did start getting obsessed with Chris Harrison in the like final couple of episodes. And this is not even what he was saying on the interview with uh, Rachel Lindsay or anything, but he was, he was, he was like going up to Matt and he was like, what's up, dude. How you doing brother? Like, what's up, man? Like he was getting very like, what, like, like I'm a cool guy. I'm a cool. Hey man. What's up, brother? Okay. Can you do this? Like, Can you do this? Like sitting on a curb with him and are like, are you okay? Like, are you no, okay? He's, he's sobbing his <laughs> face off. He's obviously not. And, and I like what you, are you just gonna like, do about it. I've been there, dude. I've been there. Like I just love that Chris Harrison is <laughs> like you? at the audience. <laughs> it's like, and it is like, and did you watch the after the final rose? Uh, yes, I did. That I think his name is Emmanuel Ho. Mm-hmm. Ho is that I keep I'm saying like sure I I thought he did really good. Like I was like yeah, I was like, and I keep saying is that like you never want to show your boss that your job can be done just as good and cheaper. Yeah. And that's why I like. Did you read that Chris Harrison this week? You guys, I haven't covered this in the news yet. Um, hired a lawyer um, because I think he is preparing to have to fight for his contract, not even to be on the show, but for them to pay him out because I think things are really changing. What do you think? And I know you're new to bachelor nation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm not attached to him at all. And of course, after those interviews, I was like, get him the fuck out of here. I don't care. Like, get him out. I Let think he's thinking, do it. Like, I, I think him I in production even we're thinking about like, okay, well the fans have loyalty to Chris and, and in some ways they do. But at the same time, if you pull back, well, it's just a host, you know, like it's, it's just, yeah, like, he's not doing a whole lot other than like showing up when there's one rose left and being like, there's only one, this is the last yeah. rose. Like, yeah, he's just talk- hiding behind corners. He's like, yeah. hello, you know, he just hops Popping up. Yeah. Like, he can do that in his real life. He can creep people out that way, you know, like, he oh my God, he is <laughs> 911. Chris Harrison just popped out of my living room, you know? Oh my God. Now I'm looking around like, is yeah, he- yeah. <laughs> no, but it, I just, I found it was really weird. And then I found myself not wanting to like Emmanuel at first. And then by mm-hmm. like the 10 minute mark, I was like, oh, 
I'm totally in on this guy. He has, and mm-hmm. I, what I liked about Emmanuel, he had his own weird way of like asking questions and doing things. And he just, he would, I, I just, I thought he had his own, like, I like when people, and this is my complaint with the housewives of like Tiffany moon and things like that. Is that, is that we're, we don't get to see even how good these housewives are until their second season, mm-hmm. because like, Tiffany's Tiffany, Tiffany's got some weird in her and like, oh yeah, we're, we're having to, yeah. we're having to slow down so <laughs> Tiffany can teach people things and it's right. not allowing her to be able to show her full freakiness. And I'm like, we can see that it's there, you know? Yeah. Like, and what do can't you get it? Cause she's too busy doing all this other shit. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it. she's kooky. Like she's like Love obsessed. It. Like, like if you, did you watch Dallas last night? Mm-hmm. Well, she's I like obsessed obsessed with throwing that like luau party and stuff like that and and you really do get the sense that she does not have a group of girlfriends and Mm -hmm. she's learning how to to do all of that stuff and it's kind of fascinating to watch that but like sometimes it gets slowed down because we're having to deal with like brandy being like whacked out of her mind all of a sudden Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i'm so so out on her. <laughs> Do you agree with Brandy that um, uh, Deandra's a part of Satan's inner circle because of her shaman? Her <laughs> inner circle. <laughs> As your sister in Christ? Yeah, Girl, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> I truly fuck off. I mean, this is what I, I mean, and I know I have a lot of Christians that listen and things like that. I'm not, but there are, you know, she said like a cafeteria Christian is the term Deandra used last night on Dallas, where it's like you're picking and choosing which, which part of Christianity you want to follow. And my sister actually is, is really got into Christianity in the last like 15 years. And it's really changed a lot of her behavior and stuff. But I always find it fascinating when people who do preach the world of the Lord end up getting into, I mean, my experience personally, get into more fights with people. Um, it mm-hmm. seems like it, um, cre- I don't know. It, it, it's always something interesting where I'm like, if you're this into the, if the Lord is is part of everything that you're doing, I mean, you'd think the Lord would have your back more, <laughs> you know, like she, if the Lord is really, yeah, if we're at this theory, the Lord is really hanging Brandy out to dry. If, if we're yeah, going with that. Cause she's terrible. Like he's, he's probably listening to her, like saying all this shit and being like, like you said, leave me out of it. He's like, I don't even, li- I don't even else. like the like, Dallas franchise. God, God, God's like, I'm a I Potomac man. Get off. Yeah. Like, no, uh-uh. And I, oh, she just makes me so mad because, like, I'm a Christian, but she is one of those Christian bitches that, like, makes people hate Christians that are, like, screaming at people, you're going to hell, you're not, you know, and it's like, that's not at all, like, what you're well, supposed to be doing. Like, what a, is wrong with you? I'm just at a Why point in a very- shit together first? <laughs> yeah, don't tell in. me what to do over here, girl. Do you see your shit? You look at your life. Do you Stop see it. your husband? Do you see the videos? Do you see the bait? Like, there's so many things that you would just like, but why even- like, why not gracefully bow out? My my thing is, and this is an immature way of thinking in a way, but like, I sometimes don't have the words and I just get frustrated where I'm like, why can't people admit when they're wrong? Why can't people leave it alone? Why can't even, like I was, I was even like thinking about Chrissy Teigen the other day because I was like, she constantly now is on Twitter and she'll be like, nobody likes me. I guess I just can't do anything right. And I'm like, no, you've done so many things right. You're you're rich as hell. Why do you need why do you need this? Like, I always wonder, like, why do you need this? Like, live your life, live, know. live your amazing, blessed life. And yeah. like you, you don't need Twitter fame. You don't need like we me and you, we need that. We don't yeah, need I don't have <laughs> anything else, but if I yes. have. <laughs> 
Her beautiful kids, beautiful husband. Yes. All of this she knows how to cook all that good food. Like, why are right. you even messing with, why are Everyone you even messing with themselves. us? I don't know. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> like, but really though. Did you have I any wouldn't. opinion on the Brandy husband drama when you saw all that break? I mean, <laughs> <are there? laughs> I mean, it's not surprising. I think like, oh, that's too bad. I don't know. Those men are very bold. They just like go out into the wild and like cheat where everyone can see it. Not that you, you say you say all. that man. I think all men. I think I well, yeah, I, but I mean specifically like him and um Stephanie's husband Travis uh, Travis because they were like on a on a double date with two women that were not their wives. Just like what? I mean, like, are you guys high fiving each other when the girls go to the bathroom? Like, what are you doing? And then Absolutely the one person wrote in to that one podcast and said, "Oh, it was the best sex of my life." Which I'm like, That's which which man which man on Dallas gave you the best sex of your life? We know it's not court. We know it's not. I mean, like, who possibly oh. can you even imagine any of them being able to have good sex? No, I've ima- it was literally I've imagined one it with of all those. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, you're not going to have a good time. It was probably, probably Brian wrote that email into them. Like, let me just see what I can <laughs> start up here. Like, no woman would ever say that about them. Do we hear Brandy and Stephanie saying that? No. <laughs> but wait, isn't it great that we've had now two or three episodes where Stephanie has like randomly brought up or it's, it's been revealed that she, uh, they do anal sex a lot. Yeah, like, like it's been multiple it. okay. episodes where she's yeah. just like, oh, Astroglide. I use that uh, when Travis uh, puts things in my butt, you know, like, like yeah, it's great for your asshole. Like, OK, girl, we get it. <laughs> yeah, you do you yeah. like we don't need to know everything. There's no, no like that's how you wind up on podcasts and stuff like that is when you're talking about like Astroglide <laughs> for, you know, um, exactly. I love that this whole line of questioning started because I was about to talk about Summer House. OK, oh, Summer my God, House. we were. Yeah. <laughs> Summer House, you think that and Married to Medicine, but what do you love about Summer House? And maybe even what do you dislike about Summer House? What do I dislike about it? Uh, this season, Hannah, but I don't, I don't think there's any, and Luke. Um, I just, I don't know. It's a great show. And I think that this season is even better. They need to keep doing this quarantine house. And like keep them in there for however long. Yeah, don't weeks. let them know that that the coronavirus. Don't let them know about the they vaccine. Don't keep them nope. in there. Yeah. Nope. Let's just do this moving forward. Um, I fucking love it. It's great because they're losing their minds. Hannah, I don't know what's going Hannah on. Hannah lost with her, her mind from episode one. Like she's she pretty... didn't have it when she walked in there. What's your opinion like, on Whoa. Hannah? What's what's your opinion on Burn Dog? Do <laughs> what do you think about Burn Dog? Um, I have been a fan of hers. But like I said, I mean, she's really irritating me this season. I don't recognize her. She's like a different yeah. person because I know a lot of people don't like her and they're like, she's not funny and everything. And like, I get it. I see that. And like, but she is really obnoxious this time. Like I could not be friends with her. I don't I know. I remember last season, like really uh, kind of liking her presence in scenes. I was like, oh, yeah, like cool. last season. And now this season, it really, it's like nails on a chalkboard and it almost like makes me it almost is like a bad look and I I'm I might get pushback. It's a bad look for women. Like she's really kind of like really painting them as like manipulative. We, you know, we see her moves like 10 miles away, like her getting Sierra away from Luke her. Yeah. And by the way, I love Sierra that one of my big problems with Sierra is that Hannah's managed to fool her into being friends with her. Yeah. That's a little weird to me. I'm not sure 
what she sees in her like this season that is making her this season while they were in the house (laughs) that she was like oh yeah she's cool because it's like you saw that there was some shit going on right with her and Luke and then you decided no I'm not doing anything with Luke like that's done that's canceled like why aren't you looking at Hannah a little sideways too because yeah she seems so smart story you know what I mean and she's a southern girl she's a southern girl you know like I mean wouldn't you so you should be giving her a side eye too because like look at her behavior also like what and I know wanting (laughs) to fit into her but you know you don't have to do all that I compare Hannah now to Jen Shaw a little bit, which is like, because it's like, well, because she's so loud that Mm -hmm. I think it confuses Sierra because she's new to all this, that she's like, okay, this person's louder than everybody else. This must be one of the higher ups, you know, Mm -hmm. like this must be somebody that really knows their stuff. And I think that's a lot of how the first season housewives on salt Lake thought, okay, this, this lady is living out loud. She must be the star of this show. So whatever she says kind of goes and they put up with more insane behavior because of that. And only Mm -hmm. later will, I think Sierra upon viewing going, Oh, this is a little weird, but I hate to feel bad. Like it's getting to a point where I'm like starting to feel bad for Luke because he's like coming off. Like, like I, I kept comparing him to like Lenny and of mice and men, like a disadvantage, mm. like I'm just like a slow adult where he's just like, doesn't really, he, I mean, okay. Tell me why I'm wrong. I mean, I'll never feel bad for Luke. I'm not <laughs> like electro abundance. I'll never feel bad for a man, but like, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> that's, wait, I'm not- by the way, that's your t-shirt. Bitch is better. I'll never feel bad for a man. And then bitch is better, the logo right there. Yes. (laughs) I just, and I still think he's terrible. And I'm like, well, you know what? Why don't you just leave before you start fighting people? Because like, no, he is, (laughs) he is, but he, I don't see that's what like I don't know if I'm being fooled by him, but I genuinely don't think he understands yeah, that he's him. getting. Cl- I don't think he understands he's getting clowned on so hard. Like he's Probably like, why not. is everybody mean to me? Like he's like, it's so weird. Like I'm trying to be friends with Burn Dog, and it's just like weird now. And like Sierra won't give me the time of day, and I just don't understand. Like Sierra's flat out like clowning him to all the girls, and I'm just like, damn. From like hero mm-hmm. to zero in the yeah. span of a couple of like. He has that whole box of unwrapped condoms and he's not going to, he's not going to be able to use them at all. What a waste. Yeah. I don't know. And it's like, he, no one really likes him except for maybe Lindsay. Cause I'm like, you, no one knows you. Like he came in by himself last season, right? He was just like a random person. So yeah, what are you doing here? I don't well, know. <laughs> Lindsay, in this last episode, we get that. You know, Hannah brings out that her psychic. Oh, you know, come text, on with that. Her psychic texted her like, Hannah, and Hannah even admitted on Watch What Happens Live that that was like, well, I just got to see what sticks with the wall. See if Paige picks up the bait. And Paige did, of course. But the psychic supposedly said that Hannah, uh, that Luke and Lindsay had slept together. And they intercut that um, acknowledgement with like Luke, you know, lifting weights in the weight room. Um, and I think. First off, I think they probably, I think they did sleep with it together, you know, or at maybe least, I never thought about it before. They're like, oh, you can see the stuff between them. And I'm like, I've but never see, girl, like people, people can create any, if you yeah. know the end result, I can, sh- then you start seeing everything that feel like you could tell me one thing. And I'll be like, oh, and then I'll start like the audience does this where they'll start filling in the blanks for you. And they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, Lindsay did talk to him in episode three and said, good morning. Like that was <laughs> right. obviously something. Yeah. And they're just, 
I know it's, it's, it's like, but Hannah, once again, so I'm like already mad at Hannah. And then I had you watch this clip, you guys. So you're going to hear this tomorrow, the Thursday morning. And that just means we are like nine short hours from the new summer house episode. <laughs> uh, Ryan put in this clip uh, here. Um, okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Now that's a lengthy clip, but that is what you're going to see tonight. And it's exactly what you said. Raven is Luke is like, let's start fighting people. What, what is your opinion after seeing this clip? Cause mine was like, nipples got hard. I passed out. I was like, this is so good. This is so yes, good. Yes. Same. My nipples also got hard and I passed <laughs> out. I was like, Oh my God, I love this show. Yes, this is like, just keep one thing after the next. Like, like this oh is what you, this, this is what you submit to the Emmys. Like this is, this is the clip. Yes. This is the clip. Yes. You've got Sierra screaming and then Kyle is like, <laughs> Kyle is Kyle is strawberry red, you guys. He I've looks never like, seen anything like that. And, and if you notice behind him, Kyle is so red that you don't notice behind, but like Paige is also red and nobody really like Paige no, is I like, think... so they must've been a full Sunday and oh you can God. tell. And once again, I have a theory that this, this episode takes place all in one day because long we need day. to find out why they, but they're doing, there's so much footage like that these things like explode. I wonder if they go like a week and nothing happens. And then all of a sudden, like on a Saturday, uh -huh. they get everything, you know, you act like I don't go through this you going through currently. I, I'm not comparing myself to you, dude. Like, come on, you jackass. Like check your tone with me, bro. Don't talk I, to me like that. I just wish you would understand. Did you hook up with Sierra? Yes, we hooked up two years ago. Yeah, but, but she doesn't I, give a I, about I, you because you were like playing I, games. I'd love to. But I'm best friends would, with the girl I, I used to, like I would love to be cordial and be cool. Let me just say this. You laughed at my boundary of like not texting me after, after nine o'clock. After nine o'clock, I'm sorry. I text my friends after nine o'clock. I don't care. That's a man. You text a man. I'm a woman asking you. I'm a woman. Why are you raising your voice? Because listen to me. Mm. I'm a woman asking you. I will not say, like, you don't text a chick well, after nine o'clock unless you're trying about to. Exactly. Period. That's why I asked you not to text me after nine o'clock. It's not an absurd response. Don't yell at me. You just raise your voice at me. I don't give a shit. You don't give a shit. I can't yell at you, but you can raise your voice at me and you don't give a shit. Yeah, because this you don't is the problem. Get it. Look, I'm trying to help you with this. Should I just start playing music as loud as possible? Mm -hmm. Dude, you, you seem like Mr. Paul Bunyan himself. Why are you spending so much time texting girls late at night that are just friends? What are you trying to do? I, I literally. I, 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 I tell I, you what I, I've seen. Yeah. I've seen tell you me what lead seen. girls on. Okay. Admit it, you need that to feel powerful. Not at all. Yes, you do, dude. We've Not hit at all. a tremendous yes, you break do. point. We hit a tremendous break point. I love you, but I do not love your quest for power over females, and that's what my beef with you is. You can't literally look that's yourself in the mirror and be like, oh, by the way, I, you have all the girls weighing in. I know you, because I did that myself. We had a good it. conversation last night. Why don't you just be real for once in your you life? You want me to be real? Just admit that you love controlling females. Admit it. Admit it, bro. Jesus Christ. Come on. I don't understand him. He's like the biggest person ever. You, man. He just like denies, denies, denies without even like any logic. Nuts! <laughs> off, man. You want to act tough and accuse me of shit? Who the f is Kyle to come at me with this controlling and manipulating women shit? Dude, look in the f***ing mirror. So, like, he literally brought you here just to have sex with you the whole time, and if you don't want to, he's not your friend? Bro, 
I sized him up in 30 seconds when I met him last summer. He walked in the door and I said, this guy is not what he claims to be. Let's go inside. Let's go. Because I'm going to tell Kyle what I think of him. Let's go. No, because I'm going to tell him my truth. Let's go. Let's go. I'm sick of him. Let's go. Let's go. Oh my God. Okay, so Sierra yells at Luke during this and goes, you know, what you're so you're the most insecure person in this house or something. Mm-hmm. And oh, and fake too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're the okay. fakest person in this house. And Luke is walking away from like getting yelled at by all of these people, you guys. You heard it in the clip. And uh, but then he goes outside. We don't know where he's going, and he ends up going to get production. And he's like, You want me, you want to fight? Here we go. And production's even going. You know, come on, Luke, you did a good all summer. Like they're trying to get him not to fight. And I was like, wait a minute. When they said that, I'm like, what do you mean he's done good all summer? Like what else has gone yes. on? Wait, wait a minute now. Because you Wouldn't better you not love, cut that shit out. Like, I would love what? to see a talking head with production at that point. Well, what I was talking yeah. about was like. I, I, <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, so production. And then all of a sudden, that's where the clip we see from the uh, Summer House trailer of everybody fighting. And like Carl, for some unknown re- reason, is in an Amish man's get up. We, what is we, that? <laughs> I, hope we, I hope we never get the answer. I hope it's never explained. I hope it's never explained. It would just be amazing. though. Like we never knew, you know. Right. Because it's um, not one of their weird theme parties. No one else is dressed up like that. So what is going on? So Kyle is screaming, you admit it, admit it. You love to like control women or something like that. Yeah. And then Luke, not Luke, not being a good fighter at all, or not ever used to being back on his heels goes, you know what? I don't like you, which <laughs> is like, like good one. Which is, yeah, it's Man, that is even, a clap back, honey. Even productions like Luke, please stop. This is not. This is not good. Yeah. Um, and so it's, but that and the combination of where Kyle is on, he's on like it seems like a lot of Adderall and a lot of booze, and Amanda's holding him back where it looks like the Gerber's baby. We see his ass crack, like because yeah. he's he's like trying to like move forward that, in flip flops, and she's pulling him back. Well, I don't and it's know just, what she thought she was doing either. You can't stop that man. Come on, it, it's so dynamic. And then you have Paige. Paige, if anybody Shakespeare lovers out there, is like Iago in the ear of Othello. Paige is like, I told you from the minute he was stepped in this house that he was evil. <laughs> <laughs> like Paige is always Paige is like one of the most destructive forces, but she does it in such a great way. Genius. Paige also hands down funnier and smarter than Hannah and better delivered. Oh yeah. Hands down. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Hands down. All oh, since, since they showed up a hundred percent. What do you think this is all about? What do you think will come out of this? What do you, what do you think? So why it started what they're fighting about. Cause I feel like, so Sierra told <laughs> Sierra told Luke. I love that we're grown ups talking about this. Well, I'll tell you, Sierra. (laughs) And she was like, no, this isn't happening. Like, stop trying to like pursue me. It's not going down. And then he texted her that night, like asking if she wanted to watch a movie. And she was like, fuck no, except for like, she just ignored him. And then he had an attitude about it and was like, oh, Sierra's doing all this stuff. She needs to like tone it down. Like Sierra's ignoring you. Like, what are you? She doesn't want you. Just accept it. I know you're not used to it, but you have to just like start working towards that. So So I think that I guess she told him, don't text me after 9 p.m. And he did not respect that boundary and he did it. So that's what I'm guessing this fight is stemming from. I don't know. Just walk with me here. (laughs) 
that's why they're screaming and yelling now. And then you've got Kyle inserting himself for some reason. He's like drunk and slurring truly. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause he's like, I should be able to, t- I text my friends after nine, but it's like, that's fine. But if she doesn't want you to, then don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That simple. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I feel like, so now everybody in the house is against Luke and I just don't know then like, does Luke leave? Does Luke, like, how do you, and then we see like Instagram photos and things like that of now where they're all hanging out. We saw Lindsay and Carl with uh, all of them, you know, Mm -hmm. this weekend, Luke was in a very, like a furry coat of some sorts. Do you Mm -hmm. think Lindsay and Luke are possibly together right now? I hope not. I I hope they're just like fucking with us because of the the psychic thing. I just Um, don't, I don't want that for her. (laughs) And I know you're a lady. So this is like, but like, did we know, like, is Lindsay making finger banging, like a comeback thing is like, she's really, she's trying really loves it. She's really like, I was not aware. I thought finger banging was like for like 15 year olds and 16 year olds. Like, yeah. Cause I was like, I was like, is she going to start talking about dry humping next? Of Like, I wouldn't mind if you dry hump me in your jeans, you know? Like, what are you doing, Lindsay? I don't (laughs) (laughs) listen, whatever you like, that's fine. But it is, it is interesting. I've not heard that term in years and then here we go it's always her on this show with the finger banging narrative it's like it's i don't know yeah um do you think amanda is an unsung hero of summer house what do you think about amanda yes and let me just say this i have always liked amanda and you're like ah, oh, she's boring you like whatever but like everyone can't be a Lindsay, first of all yeah and you know she came in with kyle so i don't she wasn't really cast on the show i don't know whatever um, I think she's great and I think she's hilarious and I think she's doing a great job. Look at how she's handling Hannah. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. She's and trying I like, to put her in her place. Is it working? No, but that's it, it was infuriating for her to like, for me to watch her apologize to Hannah first for that, that fight. Day. I was like, what, what, why, what? Like, no, you have rights here. You do not need to back down like this. You know, couldn't have been me. Cause she is such a good friend. She is like a ride or die. And I, I guess that's the part too, where I'm like, I definitely relate to her a lot. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm riding for my friends, especially if there's a man involved yeah. and he's doing wrong. Like I'm going to do that. And then you turn around and you're making me look stupid. And then you're coming after me and my man. That's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, literally, she's going to marry this man. You can't do this. I don't understand why you don't understand that. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, do you think Hannah comes back next season? Do you think? I mean, like, we do need a villain. Oh. So, and how long can they do a summer? Like, will the summer house eventually explode? Do we, because they're doing winter house right now, which we don't really know the format of that, except that there's summer house, Southern charm people, new people. Uh. I mean, are you excited about that? I was until I heard that Craig and Austin were a part of it because I cannot with them. Um, but I apparently they're not really fucking with Hannah too much. I don't yeah. know. This well, but they're the fucking with Hannah and every the streets. Like, <laughs> do, do you have the ear to the streets? Uh, yeah, always. No. Always, <laughs> always. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's true or not, but they're not really doing Hannah too much. And I'm like, is that why she wasn't, was she invited? Apparently she wasn't invited to the winter house. Again. Or was she too busy with chat true. room? They gave her exactly. chat room. I don't know. Cause also that is strange to me, not chat yeah. room, but just like her being a part of it. Um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we're just talking <laughs> about does, Han- Hannah. Does, does Hannah um, come back winter house, all of that stuff. 
Do you like when they're because you like because they're now doing all star housewives, they're doing winter house. I feel like they really genuinely finally like somebody directly that works for Bravo is like spending 24 hours a day on Instagram because these are all ideas (laughs) that I've seen taken from Instagram, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. I think she could come back. I mean, would her would she be married by then? Like, would her then husband cares he like yeah, with into Des, that idea well, what he does to like what's... Des came on watch what happens live briefly and he was very he seemed very he didn't seem like Bo level like into it you know okay. where Bo, Bo Clark was like whoa yeah too much but he was very friendly and affable and you're like oh he probably would say yes if asked yeah I mean that's fine with me if she comes back again she's you know she is bringing the drama um someone said that she is like the way that she's acting she's trying to like audition for real housewives <laughs> and that's oh. why she's going so hard and i'm like hannah could never hannah but, could yeah. never like i mean lala has a better chance of getting on beverly hills than hannah ever you know oh yeah <laughs> oh which by the way did you celebrate the lion king style birth of lala's baby what lala had a baby I know she had a baby, but what's the Lion King thing? Oh, I just, because I'm like, oh, because I'm like, did she do a video? I didn't see that. No, I saw a picture of the baby. He's very cute. She's adorable. No, the baby is very cute. I, I, I wonder in Randall's head, you know, like how, I wonder how much Randall, like, is Randall like obsessed with Lala still? Or is it, okay, I gave her the baby. I gave her the baby. I gave her the baby, you know? Like, is he looking for a know. younger version of Lala and a younger version of his original wife that looks like Lala? I'm just throwing out. In my that. head, I always thought that that's what it was going to be. Yeah. Say what you want, but that's what I'm like. Because that's what he does, it seems. Like, I don't try. He's, like, creepy to me. I don't like him. Um, yeah. No, I, creepy to me, too. So it'll be interesting to see. And we're, we're like, days away. Or I, I don't know how much longer to Brittany and Jax's birth, which is. Oh, that's right. We still got some more. <laughs> There's more babies cooking still. I asked this of all the guests, how (laughs) soon do you think we'll get a skin-on-skin photo of Jax with his son? Oh, I mean, same day if that's possible. I think Jax will be able to hold it before Brittany. Like, I don't think Jax will. (laughs) He's going to just take the baby. Jax is going to hold your baby. He's going to be like, me first. He's like 12 photos on little baby couchy, like, oh, uh, from his dad. Um, uh, Okay, so... Summer House is really firing on all cylinders. Like I just, I'm shocked of anybody that does. And it's so easy. And what I like even about Summer House is like those in-between scenes where they're just like loading stuff into a car or they're bringing Mm -hmm. stuff out of a car. And I'm like, for some reason, that's like soothing to me. Like I love (laughs) like, I'm like, oh my God, they take stuff out of cars too. Like I like like the four boxes. Like I could watch an hour of just the four boxes that they Uh put up with four different like scenes, you know? You feel like you're watching security footage. Yeah. I like it too. <laughs> um, Lindsay in this episode broke up with Stravi in a very, uh, she was by the water and she just Beautiful. called Steven Stravi and said, Hey, I haven't talked to you in a bit. And he's like, yeah, I thought you wanted your space. So I was giving you your space. And he's like, yeah, well, anyways, I, um, I think we had a good run and uh, let's just go our separate ways. And they both, he's like, well, we did have some good times and I'm of course disappointed, but uh, have you ever had that, um, uh, what I mean, not like, <laughs> non-feeling of a breakup. 
no, not on both ends. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've been on both ends of it. Like, no, it's it's never been both of us just like, yeah, it was, you know, it was fun while it lasted and we didn't, but like good game, you know, like, yeah. no, that's not. Yeah, it was very handshake. It was very hand, yeah. like a gentleman's handshake. Um, no. But so the Lindsay thing, there was a question I wanted to ask you because she, she really hits it over the head. She's like, I'm 34. Yeah. It is a very important who I pick at this point. And obviously I have picked the wrong person. And that is huge when you are 34. And yeah. I remember watching it and I threw myself into a panic attack uh, because I'm older than 34. And of course I'm not a lady. So, you know, it, it's probably obviously different for men, but mm-hmm. um, because of the, the way society treats women, sorry, just wanted to throw that in. <laughs> But do you, I mean, what did you think of that statement? And do you agree? Is it like, mm-hmm. are you, do you put that pressure on yourself for who you're with? I did at a certain point, but it's like, I I feel bad for her and anyone that does that because there, there is a clock, not necessarily for the marriage part of it, but I know some people want to be married before they have a kid and that's their business, but you know, cause they're like the doc, you go to the doctor and they're like, okay, actually your eggs have dropped by like a million after you turn 30. And then when you hit 35, oh my God, you know, so she's almost there. And so she's, you know, that's probably just like at the top of her, all of her lists. (laughs) She's like my eggs, my eggs, my eggs, all of that. Um, But I feel bad for her that she, she wants it almost too bad. Does that, mm, I'm not sure that's the right way to say that. She's so focused on it. She won't just like let it happen. I know it sounds yeah, like, cliche, like, but you can't be so like, and you know, when her, <laughs> her planner and the, this year we're doing this yeah. and that, you're like, you can't, you just can't plan all of that type of stuff. It doesn't work that way. And that's why I was shocked at first that how she, that she even broke up with him. She didn't care when he left, but I was like, she doesn't even like him. It could have been anyone. You fill in the blank, Lindsay and whoever that would fit into that plan because I need to get married and I need to start having these kids because I'm 34 and I'll have time for all of this shit. And I'm like, well, you're not going to be happy with that though. Yeah. But in my head too, like I'm still, I'm not trapped in this, but like you think about like the first time you were in love, whether it be high school or college Mm -hmm. of like when you're just like, and it's like not obsessive love, but it's that love that you've never experienced before. So you're not, you're just so happy to be with the other person and you can't Mm -hmm. stop thinking about the other person. You can't wait to see the other person. And then it's like, Lindsay's like writing down lists where it's like, well, it doesn't even seem like the person is a factor in this list. It doesn't even seem like it's just, it's just a person that can help you get these goals. You right. know, it's just like Brittany and Jax, but just like Brittany with, you know, she's got to get married and having the wedding and like, do you well, even, exactly why are you that, doing this? What's the that's what scares me is that do people at once a certain age, do people like not even try for romance anymore? And they're just trying to check things off a list. I think so. That's scary like, as fuck, you know, not for me. Like, no, I'm trying to like enjoy my entire life and every part yes. of it. So that's not going to work for me. But you know, like I keep, I keep asking this question on the podcast because I'm really scared that like I'm like, so all women are at the like once they're past a certain age, do not even care enough about if the they like the person or not. They're just Mm -hmm. trying to like, oh, he's fine. He's got two working legs and arms, you know? Yeah, no, because I'm like, well, Lindsay, have you? What I want to ask her, like, have you looked into like freezing your eggs? Because that's something that maybe you might want to look into. You know what I'm saying? If you're wouldn't it be crazy if she's like, she had never thought about it. She hears this podcast and she's like, 
Oh shit. I feel, <laughs> I didn't even know that was an option. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, Sheena yeah, Shea did yeah. that journey. Exactly. So and look at her now, you know. Yeah, look at her shining. <laughs> look at her. <laughs> yeah. Doing amazing. I want Lindsay, I want nothing but good things for her, but I want her to kind of just like relax. And I feel I feel bad for her because I'm like, are you this I feel like goes back to like her mom abandoning her. You know what I mean? So she like wants to have her own family so she can like do it the right way. And she needs to make sure that she can do that. So she's worried that might not be a possibility and probably all that stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I want to briefly touch. Do you still have a little time? Cause I still need to do New York trailer and out. Okay. <laughs> Atlanta. Are you having a good time? Are you good? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Just want to make sure you're comfortable. <laughs> um, uh, Real housewives of Atlanta. Why? And this is just my opinion. I could be in, in the wrong. Why is it not working except for the Bolo episode as a whole? Like the Bolo episode I thought was like a piece of art where you could take a beginning, middle and end. It had mm-hmm. foundation. It had like emotional kind of with the Toya, not Toya, but with the uh, uh, Marlo and um, uh, Kenya. Kenya. You had uh, Bolo's Big Dong. You had everybody's reacting to Bolo's Big Dong. You had mm-hmm. Cynthia Bailey having vibrating underpants. You mm-hmm. had so many cool things happening. And I thought it was really everything came together. And then to me, before pre-bolo and post-bolo pb as i call them um <laughs> it feels it feels like a show trying to find itself a, dro- a show trying to find its glue does that is that right yeah, yeah it's not good and i you know i'll never abandon them but like this just is not a good season overall there's nothing going on and i don't know are we going to blame it on you know, it's like COVID and everyone's like in a weird space or whatever. I, I don't know, but there's, there's nothing happening. It's not been entertaining. It's had its moments, obviously, yeah. but overall it's just like, eh. I'm not well, like excited to tune in. And I, well, it's just that. like that high moment. And then the last couple of weeks past Bolo, it's kind of like been like chugging along slowly. You had Cynthia Bailey, super spreader wedding. And you Ugh. had, even that was like, okay, there were good moments, but like, and fun fact about Cynthia Bailey's uh, super spreader wedding. I don't know if you know this, uh, only three people died from that wedding. Isn't that cool? Are you serious? No, I'm joking. But like, what did oh my crazy? God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, cause it's like, it could have happened. You no, know? I know. That's why it's like a she, super spreader. She is sure. really, really lucky that nobody, you know, or unless they're like keeping the facts away, like Cuomo did right. with the nursing homes. But, um, so yeah, I just don't know. Like, I, and I don't know, like Toya is like trying to make things happen, but it's really She's in a jarring, yeah, in a jarring way. So it feels like, like what they say with sports is that, is this a building year and what are they building to? Because it seems like they're really, you, you, you know, you're, you're obviously putting, um, uh, drew you're, you're pushing her as a lead eventually. It seems mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, and we have the Ralph stuff with her, which is Ugh. scary, really uh, scary to me, but they that. love drew. I think that, I mean, they, I think they have big plans for drew or she's a big part of what the franchise will become. What do you have prediction wise for this franchise? Yeah. And I like Drew. I think she's doing well. I hope she comes back. I don't really want to see Ralph. I I wish she would leave him, but that's none of my business. Um, I don't know. It's like, is it a casting thing? Do we need who Cynthia needs to go? I'm sorry. Although I don't, I'm not sure that's going to like do anything for the actual, (laughs) like making the show more uh, entertaining because she's not doing anything, but I still need for her to go. I don't know. 
Because even Kenya is not like at her full Kenya, if you ask me. She had her moments, but she seems tired or yeah. something. Yeah. And I guess she is. She's got this shit with Mark. She's got some stuff going on. It's not funny. Um, <laughs> so not funny. I don't. <laughs> so I don't know. Is it like a Dorinda? Gonna, like, is like a. Is it Dorinda energy with Kenya? Where in this last season with Dorinda was just like, dude, you do not need to be on TV right now, you know? Uh, no, I'm just like, you aren't, you, you're still trying to like do this villain thing, but I feel like you've gotten lazy about it and you're like not even like being creative. So you're not doing what you're here to do. Yeah, it's like you're the not sequels doing your to- job sequels to movie we love are never good like by the you know like by the fifth terminator they're like phoning it in like we get we get yeah. what you do you know so it's like are you doing that is it because of toya i don't know why i, I want to like blame something on her it's like well you feel like you have a friend now so you can like <laughs> relax a little bit no <laughs> no um, and Toya is like doing too much or something i'm just like all right i liked her at first and now i'm like well you're mm. It just seems like everybody's everybody's doing different plays. Like everybody has the lines yeah. different, and nobody's like in the scene together. They're all like working separately. So it's like there's good moments, but it's never coming together and gelling. And I don't need everybody to get along. I don't mean it in that sense. Mm-mm. I just mean even the fights are just kind of bizarre and they they pop like and I didn't I'm still so confused about the Kenya being attracted to Toya plot line that like she was like, I have a crush on you. Like what what even like, I don't we know. know more about what that is. Yeah. Can, are we going to revisit that or no? <laughs> We're like, just going to leave it. And also make her kiss Toya. Then I want to see her kiss Toya. Like I want <laughs> like if that. If that is, if you're telling the truth, I want to see something happen, you know? Right. And like, did you, are you, are you mad at her? Are you really mad at her because she kissed Portia? Or are you mad because she didn't kiss you? Yeah, exactly. Wait, are you, were you attracted to Bolo? Uh, I suppose I'm not into like, like I get it. And like, if I was at a bachelorette party and he came out, I'd be like, woo. And like the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't muscles like are not my deal. Uh, that's like not my type. So, and, and uh, yeah, like he's a nice looking guy, but yeah. Yeah. I mean like bachelorette parties, one thing, but like imagine living with Bolo, like, and also imagine just like, He's knocking over lamps all the time. He's, you know, like there's just so many (laughs) broken things at midsection, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So we're kind of in agreement about Atlanta. So it'll be interesting, but I'm just ready for it to be done. Do we know how many episodes? It feels like it should have been done. It should be soon. I feel like, oh, you know, another thing that they're saying about Atlanta that I just remembered is like, they cut a lot of stuff out. And they're like, this is the most like cut and paste like like yeah. season of Atlanta ever. And it's like, well, why did you do that? Like, what did you cut out? And what did you? That's probably why none of this shit is making sense <laughs> and like going together because they pasted the wrong pieces in yeah. the wrong places. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're they're like filming the reunion tomorrow, today or tomorrow. I saw. Oh, so. is, and it's probably in person, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to New York. So, oh, wow. I hope Andy's on his, well, I don't even think, I think Andy might phone this one in because besides Probably. Bolo, there's not tons. Um, okay, it better but, not be three parts. I know that much. Oh God. They really it exhaust those things. You know, I hate it. I hate a three part. Bravo should give the audience an opportunity to spend 20 more dollars during reunion time to get them all at once. Like, do you want all three pay 20 extra dollars? You know? Yes, I would do it. I don't yeah. Wanna. 
Like, I don't want to like to keep going once you're like, we're exhausted as a fan base. And also the more these reality shows keep going, it's like, there's never, it's like the 90 day fiance stuff. Like I one ends, (gasps) the next one starts the week of the, like, it's like, it never like give everybody a chance to miss you. You know, honestly, I need a break with that. They said happily ever after starting like the end of April or something. I was like, are you kidding me? It's too much. It's too much. I can't get worked up about all of these things. And now you're having like on your like discovery channel, you have like a separate oh my God. Day show that doesn't even like, I can't, mm-hmm. it's too complicated at this point. And these guys yeah. are just doofuses and you have me like spending like chunks of time, like two hours at a two hours at a time. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> and it's like, you always like, guys, all you need to really do is watch the preview. The preview has usually all it of has it, it all it. and it's and 30 so- minutes and that's it. Yeah, so you're just like missing out on like Colty petting his cat for like an hour. Like it's like so dumb. Yeah. Um, as we move into our our final topic, which is the Real Housewives of New York season 13 trailer premiered yesterday, which was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at the same time, within minutes, and we'll start here, Bethany Frankel. Um, who, of course, you know from uh, Skinny Girl Cocktails and uh, a former castmate of Real Housewives of New York, announces. <laughs> Not only is she divorced finally from Jason Hoppy after an eight-year divorce, but she is now engaged to the man Paul Burnin, who she was once with. They broke up, but now engaged. Now, you would any other day, you'd be like, okay, good. Like, you know, she's this is nice. She had that Meghan Markle fuck up where she really should have kept her, you know, but this, she's moving on with her life. The only asterisk with this is, she did it on the day of the Real Housewives of New York season 13 trailer. What are your thoughts? Girl, just say you want to come back <laughs> on the show. Like, I, I'm i so sick of her right now. And I used to love Bethany. And I, it's like you try and separate her bullshit from, like, all the good stuff that she's doing. But, like, I can't with her. And I also, like, you, you're engaged after all of that, like, I'm not, I would never get married again. And like, you didn't want to wait a little bit. Like, I just think it's odd. And it's like, how long have you actually been divorced? And then you didn't, you know, you just like, were you waiting for this? Cause I feel like this was planned. Yeah. And I don't like that, you know, cause didn't they, uh, and is uh, it, and is this guy aware? Is this guy like Bethany, were you aware that the season 13 trailer came out on the same day? Like even the, <laughs> the even the fiance has to be a little yeah. suspect, you know? Like why did you do it on today, you know? Mm-hmm. Cuz I want to know why they broke up before and then like what I've made up in my head <laughs> that he was like you have got to get this divorce shit like ironed out. Like I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. Until you're done with that. And so I'm thinking they got back together like a month or so ago, however long ago. I feel like it was finalized then. <laughs> she didn't say anything because she was like, I think that trailer should be coming out sometime soon. I've got an idea. It's so bizarre. I'm going to wait. Like, it's, it's so bizarre. It's it's like the Chrissy Teigen thing I was saying earlier. It's that, Bethany, you're a multimillionaire. You do so, such amazing charity work. Mm-hmm. Why do you need to act like you invented reality television? Like, what part of you feels like you need that extra, that extra attention? Like, that's the part when you're like, this to me brings your stock down behaving that way than ever yes. what you think it could do by being a part of it. Like, who, like, you just constantly ask, like, who hurt you? Like, who hurt you in your life? Like, is this still the daddy stuff? Uh, who knows, but she needs to work that out in therapy. I don't know. It's so strange. 
And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, oh my God, let these girls have their moment, please. Why do you always do this? And Paul Burnham, no offense. I mean, I, I don't want to paint Bethany as a black widow, but, you know, it is funny where you're like, well, Paul, I'd be being, paying very close attention to how that divorce worked out, you know, like, and how I hope there's an ironclad, uh, you know, whatever those things called when you get married. Um, oh, uh, um, a prenup? Prenup, yeah. I hope there's an ironclad prenup. I hope there, you know, because... Bethany doesn't seem like the most stable person in relationships. And I hate to say that, but even friendships. No, she's super needy. I don't like, I can't with her. Do you think he watched Bethany ever after? No, no way. (laughs) No way. Could you imagine if he watched Bethany ever after, there's no way this would be happening. There's no way. That's what I'm thinking. I bet there's people in his life. I bet there's people in his life that have watched it. And I bet I would love to know Paul's friends and which one has like, Hey, you might want to, chill with this relationship you know mm-hmm. and he's like no i love her he's like acts like a dumb 90 day fiance person about it <laughs> how many friends i would love to know how many friends bethany is of paul's friends bethany has pushed out of paul's life all of them yeah like paul has no friend <laughs> paul is isolated and secluded and it's yeah. like a complete uh sympathizing with your captor situation you know yeah that's kind of like dale and claire dale and claire from the bachelor kind of you know mm-hmm. yeah. um so but it really did. It managed to take the focus away from the season 13 Roni trailer. Um, and which is just sad. I mean, not sad because it's all just bullshit anyways, but it is just wild because then, so if you, if we look at the trailer, you watch the trailer, what were your thoughts on the trailer? It's only two minutes and seven seconds. I tell you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really still upset about Zorinda. What are you doing here without Zorinda? I don't like, <laughs> it just didn't why? feel right. It didn't feel right, but like we do have to accept change in our lives. We do have nope. to. No, nope? I'm just okay. kidding. No, no <laughs> I mean that's kidding. an inter- that's an interesting argument. It's an interesting no, argument. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, it is. It did. It did feel weird. It felt very um, small. I don't know. Mm. It felt very like New York is always like to me like the independent film of the Housewives because it's more about dialogue than really huge things. Sometimes it's about the yes. dialogue between the women. Yeah, and. It's it's like to me like an Arthur Miller play or a David Mamet play where it's like this is very stylized in this specific way, but it's that's why it's artistic as well because it's about this rapid fire dialogue and these ladies speaking over each other. So there's like four different conversations happening, but it, it works. And now without Dorinda there, you do take away a huge part of the buffer relationship between Sonia and Ramona, between yeah. uh, Countess. And uh, Ramona and, and Sonia, like Dorinda is that piece where it is a huge piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So I, I was really sad about that. But I mean, I'm excited to see Ebony. But once Rashad, again, are but we like, but is Ebony once again, the Tiffany moon is Ebony. Yeah, of the course. Leva. Because Ramona. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> then you then you get that part of it. And it's like she's going to have to put Ramona in her place. Several times because that bitch don't get it. Um, and uh, what do you think about Bershawn? Do you know a lot about Bershawn? No, I don't know anything about her. But I think it's weird that not that she not that she's on the show, but we heard about her a long time ago that she was going to be on the show. And then like a few weeks ago, everyone was like, "Yay, Bershawn's going to be on the show!" And I was like, "We already talked about it. <laughs> like what? What?" Is something different? Is she going to be a main housewife now or what? Because we already talked about this, but she's not. 
So I am confused. Did they tell her that she was going to be in? Yeah, communication or like they demoted her. Like, is it like a like like Sutton had a similar thing happen with Beverly Hills? I think so. Mm -hmm. uh, It was weird just to see the five ladies instead of the six ladies that I expected to. And by the way, Ramona has center uh, center spot in the Roni with the ladies. I mean, she finally got there. Good for her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. So one of my theories is, and I'm scared to watch this theory and the trailer doesn't really, the trailer kind of coincides with how I feel is that I think Leah is about to have a huge flame out of a season. I, and it hurts because you know, like where my heart is and like, I'd never felt love like that in so long how I felt. And, but at the same time, I realize I'm not ignorant to housewives and how things go. And uh, it looks like from the trailer, we have a couple moments in the trailer where she is like, you know, you're a hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe. And like, <laughs> you know, she's telling Heather Holla Thompson, who makes an appearance. She's like, don't be a Karen. You know, now so- that part I was like, OK, now, Leah, <laughs> <laughs> because I love Heather Holla Thompson. And I was like, well, all right, well, l- let's just see what happened, because I don't want her to be exhibiting Karen, you know, behavior. But like. If she was, I suppose she needs to be called out for it. But just seeing that, I was like, wait a minute. You guys are supposed to be friends. Yeah. Three, two, one. (laughs) This season on The Real Housewives of New York City. Go, Leah. Go, Leah. She's getting more action than the toilet seat. This is how it is to have a walker when I get older. We look so hot. We actually look really hot. Welcome to Harlem. I like Ebony a lot. Oh, you can tweet! I'm not Tony Morrison in this bitch! I can't be teaching y'all everything! Diana! No, Michelle! I get my help wrong. She says she get her help wrong. The help comment was a little triggering for me. Here's to hospitality assistance. I have more education, frankly, than anybody at this table. Don't come into my house and tell me I don't have an education. I can leave your house, Lou! Oh my god, my ears are hurting. Me, Garth. Oh, no wonder Lou ain't so happy. Garth, Garth, Garth. It's always Garth. Hey, Garth. Oh, Jesus. How are you? It's up on the first ring. All right, here we are. Welcome to Salem, bitches. Better than fing 1692. Yes. I just feel like, oh, shut the out. It's not JP Morgan! Stop the drinking! Get real! I can't be around this. Stop! 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 Don't, Stop. Don't, Don't overstep your boundaries. I will step wherever the fing I want to. You're preaching. Best gaslighting. You know You're gaslighting me. Why do you have to be in everyone's business like a Karen? Do you understand what I'm saying? Not really. He was my guy. He was never yes, your he guy. Yes, he was. And a couple no, of my other guys have been with you. You don't want to be here and listen, get the fuck out. What happened to class? Elegance. His dick is bigger than his balls. That's oh! honestly what we really need. Okay, here we go, Leo, here we go. Damn, girl. Yes! 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 Elegance and class. Where did it all go? In with the love. You're a fucking hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe. Biggest hoes ever. It's a, it's a, it's like uh, a Real Housewives divided is only sometimes good. Um, oh yeah, because it could be scary. So the trailer starts with um, all the ladies painting a nude male figure, and it goes three, two, one. And if you 
freeze frame like I did, uh, Luann looks very uh, titillated, very pleased. She's like, yes. Doesn't she always? (laughs) She really does. Like Luann really loves the male form. Like she She loves the tactile male form. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would love to know her her like her freak number or how many men and women she's slept with through the ages you know yes she'd be a great character on Bridgerton and I haven't even seen Bridgerton would she like the the countess oh my god she would do great yeah Yeah. let's get okay the second season yeah I'm gonna DM her yeah hey Lou have you ever thought about being on Bridgerton oh my god yes thank you And I, uh, we hear the um, Sonia's voice this season on Real Housewives of New York. We see Sonia doing push-ups. We see Leah grinding onto a shirtless man. Yeah, and, what was that? And Sonia okay. go, and everybody's going, "Go, Leah! Go, Leah!" And Sonia says she's getting more action than a toilet seat. So, well, <laughs> I, so. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it funny how you do it? You got this a little bit last season is that I did like the dynamic of older ladies still wanting to, you know, pardon my French, like, fuck, you know, I and love like, it. And them like, kind of like, uh, Leah's taking some of our men, you know? Mm, yes, she is. <laughs> um, we see this scene that I'm fascinated with all the girls with pink boas and their boobs out. Yeah. I need more information on that. I'm excited to see whatever that is. And Leah goes, we look so hot, which I was kind of like, that's a little cheesy. And Ebony goes, yeah, really hot. Like, do girls, <laughs> in, in my, let me ask this as a, as a woman, Raven, in my fantasy world, this happens all the time. Do girls just, when they hang out, do they take their tops off and put on boas and go, we look hot? Every now uh, and then, you know, maybe. I knew like, it. I knew it. I knew it. You know, COVID has really gotten in the way of it. So like, that's going to happen probably <laughs> See, a lot more than it did before. COVID has, COVID has changed so many things. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. I, I need more of whatever this is, I guess. Um, we get uh, Ebony saying it really hot. We cut to a cheering Ebony and she's with the ladies and she's like, welcome to Harlem. And I, uh, Bershawn is there. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. Like, And I was so, like, they went to Harlem. Wow. Yeah. And Luann says, I like Ebony a lot. Now, this is the part of the trailer, you guys. If you paid attention to the last season's trailer, it is very similar in how they introduce Leah. Of like, Leah, you know, we have a new girl. She's a little rough around the edges. And you had her mm-hmm. pulling the octopus at Dorinda at the Halloween party. So there was a similar thing with Ebony, but Ebony was not doing nearly as insane of things as Leah was in the preview no. for last season. She's just like shaking up a drink, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sonia says, oh, girl, you can tweak instead of twerk. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. Also, as I I get older, we don't have to say the words of the youth. Like we don't have to, like, we can choose not, you can just say, dang, get, you know, like go girl. Like you don't don't say tweak. Don't, don't, don't risk getting it wrong. You know? Yeah. And (laughs) poor Sonia, but I was also like, oh God, please don't let these white women be asking this black woman to like, can you teach me how to twerk? Like, can can I touch your hair? Can I touch your hair? Yeah. I was like, oh, Oh God. Okay. Um, so, and then somebody, I think, I think Ebony says, I ain't Tony Morrison in this bitch. I ain't here to teach, Love which it. is a great line. That's like yes. an awesome line. So we know that race is definitely going to be a part of this. Um, mm-hmm. we, we then get a shot of Ramona calling her staff different names and forgetting. And Ebony oh. turns to Leah in the kitchen. She's like, I'm really weirded out by the staff thing. Yeah. And that's I the same like, kitchen says it. <laughs> Same kitchen where the vibrator and the chicken was last season. So that kitchen makes an appearance. So that is the new, I guess, Bluestone Manor or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but it is crazy. Ramona does have that 
thing with like servants and and other you know like just treating the them very otherly you know yeah like, like she watched the help and didn't realize what the big deal was she was like this no looks she cool. was like that's a great idea I, didn't, I don't i don't like how the second half of the movie went but the first half was great no. you know? yeah she's like i'm gonna ignore that second part yeah <laughs> I, saw what, I saw what i needed um mm-hmm. so ebony says that we cut to luann saying outside at like some picnic uh, saying to Ebony, don't come into my house and saying, I don't have an education. And Ebony, Ebony saying, I can leave your house, Lou. And then Ramona goes, my ears are hurting. So that seems like a good piece of dialogue (laughs) right there. Um, then we get a shot of Garth Garth last year, you guys in the last season was the pet groomer that came out during that Hamptons weekend with the vibrator and the chicken Garth, like Garth to me looks like, an 80s love interest like that like but like 100 malibu like there's nothing where i'm like that guy's special but lou has got like such a female boner for this guy she and does. they're at garth and her exercising on a lawn and then we see countess luann facetiming garth and saying like hi garth and sonia's going garth 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 it's always garth and i was like wait sonia did you want garth because you know whenever she starts doing that it's a little <laughs> she gets jealous, but she's sick of them taking her men, and it's like a. Mm, I well. like. I like that Luann is attracted to somebody that nobody else is potentially attracted to. Finally. I like that she. Yeah. I, I like that she thinks these men are catches. You know. <laughs> yes, I mean it doesn't matter if no one else thinks it. It's it's actually better with these bitches. It, I like that. Yeah. So um, then. Uh, Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I think Leah or somebody says, all right, here we are. Welcome to Salem, bitches. And they mm-hmm. they take a cast trip to Salem. And Leah goes, no matter how bad 2020 is, it's better than 1692. I, I guess. I guess. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know much about 1692, but 2020 is pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> are you excited about a cast trip to Salem? I'm excited to see Salem. I mean, I'll watch them go anywhere. <laughs> I'm excited to see Salem. Yeah, I want to see what kind of like witchy stuff they get into. So I'm here for it. But they could have gone somewhere else. But I mean, I'm interested. Wouldn't it be great if uh, a spirit does possess one of the ladies, but it doesn't yes. pl- it doesn't play out for another couple seasons. And then we look back and we're like, somebody entered Sonia during that Salem trip and it's been another, like, that's how it always happens in the movie where the spirit will take hold of the human, but you don't find out until like the next sequel of the movie, you know? Yes, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I you. Your that's mind better, again. That, that's better than Bridgerton right there. That's better well, than Bridgerton. Uh, no, 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 no. There'll be a sexy no. reggae, reggae, uh, <laughs> R&B, hip-hop genre in it. Um, uh, so, um, so, okay. So then Sonia is talking to a friend and she goes, I just feel checked the fuck out. So Sonia's having issues. And then we have um, Sonia yelling at Ramona. Ramona is screeching. Ramona says, stop the drinking. Get real. And makes a big like circular motion with her hands. We get to do that. Yeah. We get a shot of Luann crying. And then we get a hotel scene of some sort where production is getting involved, pulling people off people. I didn't really get to really see exactly who was getting pulled off of who. Did you have? No, I don't know who it is. Do we think, I I do want to get your opinion on, we really have come in, and I like this, we have come into the age of uh, showing production now. We've come into, you know, we ripped the Band-Aid off with Potomac and Beverly Hills, Mm -hmm. and now is this 
are we, you know, and of course in summer house, we probably see that this week with Luke. Are we in an age now where it's required with the seasons where like Bravo's like, okay, you need to see it with production. It went really well and all the other ones or they it's, or there. It's like, they need to leave it in. Cause it's amazing. It seems that way. And it's like, God, why didn't we do this sooner? What was the first production thing that we saw that we saw them? Cause I can't, was it Potomac? No, no, it was, no, no. it was, yeah. was it Jersey with um Jersey with Teresa, Teresa flipping was, off the camera at yeah. the end. I for that some, was so good. <laughs> see, but that's the thing. Every time it happens, I get chills. Yes. Every time I happen, I get chills and it like works every time. So I'm wondering if there will ever be a time where it doesn't work. You know, if it's like, okay, mm. you guys, we get it. You, you know, production's there, you know? Like when they start doing like stupid shit and it's like, that wasn't yeah. real. We don't need to, we didn't need that. So anyway, but I am excited to see who is involved in this hotel fight. Uh, we see uh, Luann saying, you're overstepping your boundaries to Leah. And Leah says, I'll step wherever the fuck I want to, which is, that's the line where I'm like, Leah, it's only second season. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, to me, that line had the power of us gassing her up for a year. Yeah. <laughs> like we gave her we permission. We gave her permission to say that line. And that's what I want to warn her is that fans are fickle in this area. We'll, you know, one day you're up the next day you're out, you know? Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough crowd. <laughs> um, And then we get Ebony talking to Ramona saying, um, you're gaslighting and Ramona goes, you're gaslighting me. Like that's classic. Cause Rona doesn't obviously know what gaslighting is. So she just she throws doesn't. it. That's, that's amazing. You know, <laughs> she has no idea. She's like a child. You're doing it. Well, tell me what I'm explain to me what I'm doing. What does gaslighting mean? What, what does it mean? And this is the where we cut to Leah saying, Why do you have to be a Karen? Do you understand what I'm saying to Heather Holla Thompson? And Heather looking up where because uh Leah's on the stairs, and Heather goes, Not really. And so we know Heather and <laughs> Leah aren't getting along. Uh, then we go to Sophia, uh, Sonia and Luann fighting mm-hmm. over games. We had Ramona going up in a fancy outfit, a flapper outfit, saying, what happened to class? Elegance. And then Leah, to back to the original thing with painting the man, Leah saying, his dick is bigger than his balls. Um, Leah's very concerned with male genitalia. Like, she talks about it a lot. <laughs> for a, like, I mean, I know, I mean, is that just all women? Like, it is, I mean, I guess that's, it's an I don't know. Thing. I'm like, does she talk about it a lot? So maybe, maybe it's, maybe I do the same thing. I don't know. Well, no, I, I've seen so many interviews or like, even when we had the last season, like talking about the PETA guy and all that, you know, and like, oh. my guy has to be packing, you know? Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I probably do that. I, I, not, I love know. that I'm like, I've now tried to lead her into two lines of questioning is what do you think about Bolo? And what do you think about Leah talking about large penises? I'm really trying to get where your average I size Raven so. for, that you're accepted. <laughs> what's, what's acceptable for Raven? <laughs> the people are clamoring. A, bo- a Bolo. No, I'm just kidding. That's too big. <laughs> that thing is huge. Scary. Um, no, I mean, probably. I'm trying to think. So I have been in a relationship for three years now. So the dick talk is out. I'm like, sorry about unless that. I'm talking, yeah, no, <laughs> unless I'm like talking to my friends about it. But yeah, I guess in my single days, I was talking about dick a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and the sizes and the, you know, definitely. <laughs> okay, awesome. I got you to admit that. Okay, good. Um, okay. <laughs> and then, then of course, we get a uh, Luann getting her tattoo, which we saw on Instagram over the summer. So that's a part of this. And then we, of course, see Martin Snow, the boxing instructor, like, yeah, 
and they're all boxing. And then back to Ramona in the flapper outfit, outfit saying, elegance, class, where did it all go? And then a shot of Luann and breaking plates. And then Leah at a dinner table going, you're a hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe. You're the biggest hoes out there. And everyone's at the table and Heather's there. We see Ramona giving a face. And then the, the, the whole preview ends with Ramona doing a shot and going, ah, that's the trailer. <laughs> I felt like a lot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We're no, my, no, I don't mean it like that. <laughs> it is a lot. Like, but oh. but why, and I hate to say this, why did it also make me feel empty? Why did it, yeah. you know, like I remember, this is maybe there. just because no. of, I mean that, well, no, that that is a positive. You didn't have Tinsley. You didn't have Dorinda. You had all these other elements, but I remember that trailer for Roni last year. I remember I was doing backflips in my room, but also that was like really COVID time where we were like just trap trapped. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if like they could have shown anything and I would have freaked out. Like, is this good? Oh. And is the audience like us too hard on this shit of just like, shut up about what you feel about the trailer. Just go watch the show. It'll be great. You know, it will, you know? Yes. Excellent point. I mean, cause I feel the same way. I was excited that to see them again, was my mind blown? No, but that doesn't make me any less excited for the new season. Yeah. If that makes sense. But yeah, it is definitely a tough crowd. Whenever the trailers come out, people really pick them apart and they're like, boring, snooze fest, nothing yeah. happened, nothing. <laughs> you know, but like, like you said, New York, they don't always have like a thing, you know, a bolo thing or a, you know, a cheating rumor or whatever. They're just like living and like vibing and fighting. Yes. And so it's like that's it's like, how they do. So what what it, are we looking to see exactly in the trailer? Is it that different from the last one? We have to watch. I have to like look at it again and see because you make a good point. It was more di- it was it was more dynamic in the action because you had somebody peeing in the the woods. You had Leah yeah. like doing multiple freakouts. You had mm-hmm. the uh, the the torch thing, like mm-hmm. the, you know. But but what I will say, it's like well, it's like. It's like your favorite TV or movie actors or your favorite band. Like if Tom Hanks pops up in something, I'm like, oh, I love Tom Hanks. So it's like the same thing. Like, oh, Ramona's in something. I I really enjoy Ramona as a character. Well, I'm mm-hmm. sure I'll like her in whatever scene she's put into because fundamentally, I think she's a horrible person and I like to watch that, you know? Yes, so exactly. Like New York, I think, gets a little bit more of a pass with me just because not only is it 13 seasons in, but I feel like you're there for these personalities and how they interact with each other specifically um, and not so much of the resulting action. Like at this point, I don't think we're going to get another uh, Countess Luann fuck the pirate. I don't think we're going to get another Ramona breaks up with Mario. Like I don't, we're, you know, Mm -mm. we're past those. We're, we're, we're edging into golden girls territory. Right. Cause we're going through life in different stages, which is the reality of that situation. You know, exactly. Um, we're not going to revisit that because you don't do that. (laughs) We shouldn't, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we will. They're unpredictable, but yeah. And it's like the same things that people were. So it's like, they were excited about the last trailer and there was like, just a lot of like drunken behavior, but then that's what everyone was complaining about, about last season. So it's like, there's not a whole lot of that in this one. And now they're complaining about like, you know, it's, you can't please everybody. I don't know. (laughs) No, you can't. And that's why I'm saying like, it is, it is funny that like, we, we really are at a place where 
there is not universal like for anything. You know, you no. the, everything has a detractor. You could be the best thing in the world and you still have the one person going, not great, not great. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. all know it's not great. You know, like, I think that's just where we are in a society. So you have to be steadfast in your fandom of like, I like yeah. what I like and I will not, I don't, it doesn't matter what anybody says, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And that's why Backyard Envy is still on the air. Um, no, I'm, I'm, it's I'm, still on? I don't know. They, I just see they keep season. It's like that and like Camp Getaway. I'm like, you know, like where are the Camp Getaway heads, you know? I, I don't know. I'm, I haven't oh, seen Oh, but them. Family Karma's coming back. I'm very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, you love Family Karma. It's so good. And they're just like, oh, they're coming back. And we're like, okay, when? And they're like, we don't know, 2021. I'm like, oh, perfect. Don't, get back to me. We have a date. <laughs> Stop showing that commercial. <laughs> excited for no reason. I can't stand that. I I could talk to you for hours about anything, and and I'm so sad that we're wrapping up. But I do want to ask, what other pop culture things are you devouring right now? It doesn't have to be Bravo. We already know you're horny for Bridgerton. What other things that <laughs> that that you love to watch or that excite you in terms of like music, movies, anything? Oh, it's literally just TV for me. Um. <laughs> You know what I just watched? I had never watched it before. I saw people talking about it a lot. Thousand Pound Sisters. Have you watched that? Oh my God. Yes. You just, Ryan just jumps up in his seat, y'all. He just, because I, because I was like, I see my future in that show, you know? And it's like, oh my and the one, God. The, the one sister, like she's had a boyfriend and then the one, and then like, sometimes like they're just preparing their food and it's like, what well, TLC. TLC is wild. It's like, if I have like a bunion on my foot, like I reach out to them first. I'm like, I got a series idea for you. I have a bunion yeah. and then just take it from there. You know, like they'll do things that I'm like, is this legal to be watched? And is this all right to watch this? You know, I know. And I feel like I'm like, sometimes I'm like, mm, I'm not sure this should be on here, but like, give me another episode, please. Thank you. I have a, I have a, I have a theory that TLC scouts, um, uh, hospitals, like they're like they pay that, off nurses yeah. and they're like if you get any deformed babies contact us. Honestly, like they're always. That, yes, that makes one hundred percent. That makes sense. Yeah, because they've had some disgusting shows. I can't do those. That weird foot one, like you said. Yeah, it's um, like it's the like pimple my, popping one. No, absolutely the not. Get that away one, from me. Mm-hmm. I like every time I try to go in on the pimple popping one. I immediately can't do it. It's like, it's I don't more, even want to see the commercials. No, and this is that lady's life work. That's her oh. life's work. Is popping hard to get pimples you know it's so gross but so that's a huge recommendation from uh from raven (laughs) i'm assuming you don't on bitches better your podcast you don't talk about do you talk about my thousand pound life or my thousand pound sisters no i because i just (laughs) just just you just discovered all of it i might do like one episode where i talk about the whole thing i don't know but i do 90 day fiance and love after lockup i fucking love that show it just ended well, and wait, see, Raven, it, it won't Raven. be back until June. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. See, Raven, it's so sad it. that you're getting fooled by love after love. I, I watched the Fools. whole season. You are. Season. Those guys are the last season. Those guys are all fucking actors. They're bad actors. That I don't like, care. I'm entertained. Oh, I so care. Like, I want to know what I'm seeing is real. And that shit with Destiny and Sean. Oh, God. Don't like, me. Destiny is trash. I mean, Sean's an idiot. He's but Destiny is trash. He's a horrible person. <laughs> Horrible, like, horrible person. But sometimes I feel like they're like 
it's like a bad improv scene where they're giving like, okay, destiny. And this scene, we need you to ask Sean for money, Sean, you're not going to give it to her, whatever she says. And then destiny be like, what's up, dude, can I have my money? And like, it's like, they barely, it's like, they're just parroting. I feel back what the producers told them to say. And the producers think they're all being like clever where they only have one cameraman out there and they're getting all of these different angles. And they're like, Oh, so you're cutting, you're putting the camera in the car. You're getting a shot from out of the car. So these mm-hmm. assholes are having to repeat the same gross scene just because they have one cameraman out there like i i get personally offended no i get offended no don't treat me I'm like s- i'm an idiot oh i don't care i'm entertained i don't care if it's real or not <laughs> i don't shocks me you see bring you- it on wow Wow. I like entertaining television. The first fight I've ever had on my podcast. This is and at the <laughs> end of a, at the end mind. of a stellar interview. The way she, <laughs> the, it's like a bigger flame out than Hannah Burn Dog Burner in this season this goes, of summer. Wow, this this is this, this goes what, in the trailer. This is like me saying <laughs> Ramona gaslighting. This is problematic. This is problematic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so you guys um you know you you heard the talent you know who she is already she did me a favor by coming on so if oh, you stop. haven't heard her already go listen to bitches better like we said the episodes come out on friday or saturday if you do subscribe though the cool thing about apple Podcasts is they go right into your podcast feed so you don't have to be like just refreshing waiting for the new episode also we know it's the times are t- tight and stuff but if you do have a couple extra bucks she has a patreon at patreon.com forward slash forward slash bitches better and of course you know her on instagram and twitter as at mainly bravo and uh you know you really do have an art you have an art the twitter your twitter is like it is an art form and your instagram as well you just really your voice is so clear on there is there is there anything else that we can support you doing no, just those things. You got it all. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I'm always, so I always, fun today, even with our little fight there at the end, it's still, oh, I'm still not over that. That will have to be, and you know, it's going to be sad when she comes back to me a year from now and apologizes and realize how much she's that been will hoodwinked. never happen. She's been hoodwinked and bamboozled by this show, Love After Lockup. Right. And the thing is, I still watch it every week, but I watch it and I watch it and I get angry. I get just angry. It's like a super how, hate watch. Yes, because don't lie to me. These people are already weird enough that they don't mean to be told by the producers what to do like who's the guy john who's like part indian and he was oh, like jesus christ you know he's he's always smoking his uh e-cig mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah uh it is the characters are fascinating enough that's all i'm saying is that you don't need to put the added the producers need to butt out this week yeah exactly that's what i want that's just my let them do their weird shit um, but Raven, uh, you're amazing. Bitches Better is amazing. At Mainly Bravo is amazing. And thank you so much for taking this much time to speak to us. Of course. Thank you. Five, four, three, two, one. That was awesome. That was good. That did was you have so a good time? Fun. Thank you. Yes, I did. And you need to come back on my podcast. Oh, anytime. Too. I know anytime. you're doing every day and stuff. No, no, no. Any, anytime. I w- oh, please. Anytime you need, just ask. I, okay, I, w- I will. That would be a blast. For real. Perfect. So I'll be reaching out soon. Um, I've got the next couple of weeks, you know. This will be out tomorrow. Is there a picture okay. you wouldn't mind of us using uh, from Ritza for the image? Yeah. I'll and and possibly picture. your bitches better logo? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll send Just send that to me at some point today if you could. Absolutely. Will do. Okay. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You too. Bye, Ryan. Bye. Betches.